This is Bigger Pockets Daily, expert advice for real estate investors. If you like what you hear, check out biggerpockets.com. I think you'll find a warm, welcoming community, a wealth of data to help you make the best decisions, and calculators to help you analyze deals. We make the blog articles available on this show so you can absorb the information while you're organizing the garage or remodeling your bathroom on this Saturday. This show is sponsored by Airbnb. Did you know that a long time ago, before I ever started my real estate business, I turned one of my first primary residences into an Airbnb? And that's the extra income that I needed from Airbnb that gave me the confidence to go out and work for myself and eventually quit my nine to five job. And now I have dozens of Airbnbs all over the country. I've even partnered up with the old David Green on a recent property in Scottsdale to take our portfolio to the next level. And of course, We host it on Airbnb, but you don't need to be a full-time real estate investor to start on Airbnb. As a matter of fact, I was self-managing 10 properties while working my nine to five job, so I know anybody can do it. Think about it this way. You're looking for extra income and going on a vacation. Wouldn't it be great to rent out your space and let your property pay for itself while you're gone? I did this one time. I pitched my wife and my roommate because we were house hacking on the idea of renting out our home and it paid for all of our expenses on a trip to Mexico City. So go and give it a try. It might just change your life just like it did mine. And I really do mean that. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. You're trying to close on your next rental. So why is your insurance company dragging its feet? With long lead times and never-ending paper forms, it's no wonder it takes forever to finally get a policy. Modern investors deserve better. They deserve Steadily.com. At Steadily.com, you'll get fast, affordable landlord insurance available online 24-7 in just a few clicks. You can even get next-day coverage, which takes just minutes, by the way, to obtain. And you can do it all from your phone. Steadily was founded by landlords who created insurance products tailored to the unique needs of this industry. It's their sole focus, and that's why landlords nationwide consistently rate them 4.8 out of 5 stars. So whether you've got a single family, short term, or multifamily portfolio, Steadily.com can secure the best coverage at the best price to protect your properties. Discover how Steadily can save you both time and money on your rental property insurance. Visit Steadily.com for a commitment-free quote tailored to your needs today. Meet RentApp, the seamless, secure, free way to collect rent. Built by a team of fintech veterans behind Square and Cash App, RentApp uses ACH bank transfers to deposit funds directly into your account. You don't even need to download anything. RentApp setup is straightforward for renters, and there are no apps for landlords to download. Both get peace of mind with a digital transaction history. That means no more lost checks, managing a dozen different payment apps, or even wondering whether payment was sent. Landlords say RentApp is the most convenient way to collect rent, and we think you'll agree. RentApp, the free and easy way to collect rent. Learn more at rent.app landlord. That's rent.app landlord. The Four Most Common Roadblocks to Investing in Real Estate by Angelo Rumora Let's talk about the most common roadblocks when it comes to investing in real estate. Throughout my investment journey, I've always hit one of these roadblocks, and then I've hit it again and again. It's just been a never-ending cycle. To be honest with you, to this day, I still don't feel that I've hit that snowball effect where everything is just running smoothly. So, I'm not necessarily going to go into the solutions of all these roadblocks. I'm just going to share some of them with you. 
So this podcast is more suited for some of the inexperienced investors who are looking to get started in real estate, or even the investors who have started and bought a few properties, and they're at the beginning of their journey. Ultimately, there are always going to be things that are going to set you back and make you adjust or change direction. But as long as you keep pushing forward, you will eventually get bigger and better. And you will succeed. So don't let these roadblocks bring you down because there is no such thing as giving up. You have to keep going and moving forward. Common roadblocks to investing in real estate. Number one, (laughs) needing money. Look, the first one that I came across when I first got started in my investment journey is I had a deal, but I didn't have the money. I was very good at finding a lot of properties and negotiating hard, but I had limited amounts of capital. Therefore, I couldn't buy the properties. And being the non-believer I am when it comes to leverage, I missed out on a lot of opportunities. But rightly so. I didn't want to use leverage. I wanted to use my money. That was my belief and my stance. Number two, not finding deals. Then, later on, I flipped a few properties and made a bit of money. I was busy project managing. I was working with investors, and all of a sudden, I have all this money and no deals. I kind of slowed down all my acquisition efforts, yellow letter campaigns, prospecting on Facebook, and looking at the MLS and auction websites. Once again, as an entrepreneur and business owner, you're wearing so many hats and there are so many fires You're going from one fire to the other. Number three, not having buyers. Another roadblock I've stumbled across many times, especially in the turnkey industry, because I own a turnkey company, is we would have a renovated and tenanted property and no buyers. So that was another big problem because now you're sitting on inventory. And if you sit on inventory for too long, everything is at a standstill. In a turnkey business, it all starts with the sale. You sell a property, you get revenue. Then the people can get paid to do the property management. Because we have in-house property management and it funnels downward. Sales, guys, are the livelihood to every single business. Don't forget that. It doesn't matter how many mistakes you make in other departments. If you are selling and selling well, you can absorb those losses. You need the sales so you can cover whatever you need to cover. Make good on your promise to investors and fix the problems that are going on within your business. I was once told to drive revenue and keep costs at an absolute minimum. That's the most important thing for a business when it's in its infancy stage. No $1,000 office desks, okay? Number four, missing the operations. To repeat everything, I had the deals and no money. Then I had the money and didn't have the deals. And then I had the inventory and didn't have the buyers. Where I find myself now is I have the money, I've got the deals, I've got the buyers. I've got the finished product as in the inventory, but I'm missing the operations. So that's another key element to your success is to make sure that you have the operations in check, that you have systems and processes, manuals ready and in place. If you're looking at building a business, all of these things have to be in order. The people that you are employing need to know what they need to do. Because if they don't know what they're doing, it can end up being an absolute disaster. Of course, we're actually talking about growing a business here. 
But I think it'll be the same case for a lot of you investors out there. Even if you're looking to fix and flip three to five properties every year, that still takes an operation. And I do believe that you will still need some sort of process in place for doing certain things. It could be acquisitions or sending out yellow letters. Do you really want to be doing all the work? Or would you rather outsource that? I know a lot of wholesalers who send a lot of yellow letter campaigns with a lot of virtual assistants. That systemized that process for them. Yes, even something like acquisitions can be systemized, so you don't have to do the work yourself. That can also apply to project management, rehabs, keeping your contractors accountable, etc. Keep in mind, all of these things need to have checks and balances too. Ultimately, that's kind of the icing on the cake in a negative way, the operational side of things. I think that's the hardest thing to master and takes the longest to master. But there are stages in your investment cycle where you will hit any one of these points multiple times. Sometimes to this day, we still hit a certain one. I'll give you an example. We just had a frenzy of investors over the last few weeks and sold out of every property. Now we're kind of lacking inventory again. Therefore, we need to acquire more properties to meet the demand. Look, it's just the cycle of real estate. I am personally looking forward to hitting the snowball effect, as I like to call it. This is where it's just rolling down that hill and getting bigger and bigger, because if you aren't growing, you are dying. Movement is life. Stillness is death. All right, that's it for this show. But remember, we have a whole library of episodes with timeless information about how to grow your real estate portfolio so you can enjoy the life you were meant to live. Just tap all episodes in your podcast app or scroll back in the feed to check out an older but still evergreen show. Otherwise, dear listener, until tomorrow.